Oh, welcome back to another exciting and a splendid episode of the Die Hard Minute, the podcast in which every day, Monday through Friday, different movie by minute team hosts tackle probably the greatest movie of the second half of the 20th century, Die Hard. I am Nathan from Stanley Kubrick Minute. And I am Jacob from the Minute of Stanley Kubrick's. Ooh, it's a spinoff. <laughs> and we are discussing Minute 9 of Die Hard. Minute 9 starts with Argyle pulling up to the Nakatomi building. And it ends with John McClane walking toward the Nakatomi building. Towards the Nakatomi building? Towards, away, into, out of, on top of, underneath. But I'd say towards is a good descriptive word. Yeah, uh, this this is um, this another is a scene. It's got another stuff. Another minute. They, they talk. They have a little talk about uh, Argyle and uh, John McClane. Have a little talk about scoring. Yep. Striking so the, the out. Scores, the, the Argyle offers him a deal. He says, listen, I'm going to pull into the parking lot. And if you score... Give me a call on the car phone, which is a thing that we covered. Yes. And uh, he'll bring his bags to the front desk, but if not, our guy will find him a hotel. John McClane admits, you know, you're not too bad, buddy. No. But no, he's not. That, I feel like that's that's above and beyond what most oh, almost limo definitely. drivers typically do. Typically, they just drive. Yeah. Typically, uh, typically they don't talk with uh, the people they're transporting. They don't try. That's to, how it should be. They don't try to weasel. Lower classes shouldn't talk with the upper class. They don't try to weasel out divorce information about no. someone else. I, I think Argyle's actually trying to steal his identity. No, uh, this is definitely. Yeah. A okay. So what's next? Oh, I was gonna say, but for you studious listeners, log this information away that Argyle is going to be waiting in a parking garage because because we like, see that like a good screenplay you have set up and pay off. And I'm not saying this is setting something up, but, but it you might are. be setting something up. That, that is what you're saying. Uh, this has the first, quote, interesting shot. There's Okay, what's interesting? Depth of field. Not depth of field, but oh, okay. so, depth in the within the frame. Yeah, I guess, you know, when John McClane's looking up at the I moment. mean, so far it's just been car shots and insert shots, so this is something yeah. nice. Well, I mean, you've got the... You have John McClane in the front. And you have Argyle kind of put in the corner. The shot with Holly on the, the phone. Or the in the beginning, that's a nice... But here, I, I get it. There's, you know... There's depth. And... Eye lines. It's... It's nice. It's nice enough. <laughs> I guess you can say that. It passes. But for the first... Almost half of this minute is just credits. And, and we can finally get to see who directed this movie. A little... A little great fella. director. A great director. Truly great. Who has an extensive catalog. Of four movies. Plus maybe a little extra. Plus maybe a little extra. <laughs> he is the name... Oh, what am I even saying? What dude? are you saying? His name is John McTernan. The name is John McTernan. And his entire directorial filmography consists of a whopping, massive, and just completely large 12 movies. Probably... And most of them are unknown. Four of which people have heard of. Predator. Never seen. I've heard a lot of that. Die Hard. Never seen. The Hunt for Red October. I have seen that. Good movie. Uh, Medicine Man, people might have heard of. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Have not seen that. And that is pretty much it. Oh, he has an upcoming project. Ooh. Untitled John McTurnan Project. 
That's the name. A former American mercenary embarks on a quest for redemption in Asia. Sounds terrible. Written by Philip Shaw, Philip Shaw, and Jeremy Sheldon. Moving on. Uh, it would be his first time directing a film since 2003. What else? Didn't he do some, some other stuff with uh, a famous person? No. No? Somebody think of someone else? You're thinking of the DP with Madonna? Yeah, that was the DP with Madonna. Yeah, right. several films with Madonna. But no, not uh, John Maternan is more diehard. John Maternan with Avengers. is nothing. Yeah. To nobody. This, this is, um... I've done more than John McTernan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see John McTernan direct Prayer Problem. Oh, don't reference that. On, don't publicize that in any way, shape, <laughs> That's or form. all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, I have something to talk about. Please. Okay, great. So this, the, the Nakatomi Plaza. Hit me. It's a building. Yes. It's a skyscraper. Correct. I like skyscrapers. Correct. And the interesting thing about this one is it reminds me of a building down in Tucson. Except like a bigger version. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a building down in Tucson and I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but it's like, it's like the... Skyscraper of Tucson. I mean, there's if anyone's been to Tucson, anyone's grown up in Tucson, they know there's three skyscrapers downtown that are prominent in the skyline, and this is the tall, the tallest one is the one I'm referring to. Um, So it's called uh, One South Church, uh, which I believe that's just the address. Which is I don't know why people name buildings after their addresses. Seems like a terrible way. It's a terrible marketing strategy. I mean. Where would the the Sears Tower or the Willis Tower be if uh, they called it Sears Tower? They called it after its address. Stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. Empire State Building. You don't call that after whoever who even knows the address. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. But you care about the building because it has a cool name. So. So anyway, so one yeah. South Church. I'll show you a picture of it now. Oh yeah, I can see the. It's kind of a smaller sure. version. Yeah, yeah. It's got the same color and uh, kind of build up design kind yeah. of. But uh, it's an inter- interesting building. and uh, So I'm scrolling through. Yeah. The producer. Way to change the subject. Yes. <laughs> Lawrence Gordon. He was born in 36, still alive, 81 years old. Good for him, honestly. <laughs> honestly? He, he has produced a questionable number of movies with dogs in them. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> what do you say questionable number of like movies? Like four. That's not that many. But uh, with dogs. Or, what like, movies? Specifically with dogs. Okay, what, what are the K9 movies? PI. K911. Where is it? K9. There's one more. You know what's a suspicious thing? It's not the dogs. It's that they're all named K9. He's all, he's produced several like pretty famous movies. He, he produced 48 Hours. He what? produced... Uh, shout out, Jim O'Kane, The Rocketeer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Rocketeer Minute, check it out. This should be, your, they, this should uh, be uh, Jim O'Kane's favorite minute. I hear they have the star of the movie guesting on that. Wow. How cool is that? Check it out. He Can't produced Predator. I see a lot of teaming up. Yeah, there's a lot of... Collaboration. That's not what I was going to go for. The only, <laughs> word I can, the only word I can think of is nepotism. <laughs> but that's, that's not the word. The opposite. You know, they're just like, they're like, oh, he's my buddy. Let's get him okay, on, yeah, in yeah, on this yeah. project, you know. Um, so also, of course, Die Hard. Field of Dreams, Die Hard 2, Predator 2, The Rocketeer, as I just said, Waterworld, Event Horizon, Boogie Nights, K911, K9PI, Hellboy, and The Watchmen. 
So, I mean, he's done some stuff. Yeah, very nice. I'm a, yeah, it's a good thing, you know? And the other producer, Joel Silver, known for producing V for Vendetta, the 2009 Sherlock Holmes, Die Hard, of course, and The Matrix. And, and oh, that's awesome. Who? Well, he did The Nice Guys, produced that. Plus, he is the executive producer of Suburbicon, the Coen Brothers written movie coming out soon. So I've heard um, terrible things, which is unfortunate. Yeah, me too. But uh, Just peek behind the curtain at our lives. I am a massive fan of the Coen Brothers, quite possibly my favorite directors alive today. So it kind of stinks to hear that their newest, even though they didn't direct it, their newest written movie isn't all that great. Jake, what what are your thoughts on Die Hard? It's a good movie. I don't think it's I don't think it's the greatest movie of the second half of the 21st century, or well, the greatest action you're movie, just wrong, but okay. or anything. Any of these wild accusations you've been making at the beginning of all of our wrong, minutes. Okay. Uh, but it's a pretty good movie. It might it might be the the best Christmas movie, depending on if depending we're classifying it as a Christmas film. And if we do, then it might be. It's up there. It certainly is. Mm-hmm. I found it enjoyable. Yeah. I, what else can I say? Exactly. I mean, all you can ask for a movie nowadays is just to have fun. And I have a lot of. I really like this movie. It's a lot of fun. I think it's a a tight script and a tight action movie. It's. Uh, solidly shot as an action movie again like I said it's well written good editing good action Bruce Willis cares and tries so <laughs> wow I know right you know I feel like in some movies we watch today or that get released people don't care or they try or yeah. anything so, they just phone it in yeah no, I think it was a good, uh, the first time I saw it I gave it a rating of a 9.1 which maybe be a little high out of 10 out of 10 yes you gotta specify which may be a little high but um at the time, I thought, was, I thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think it's clearly you watched it twice, so at least something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched Lethal Weapon right after this, mm-hmm. like directly after watching Die Hard for the first time. I watched Lethal Weapon for the first time, and it was not as good at all. Uh, as Die I didn't Hard. think so. That's that's what that is. The writers wrote uh, Forty Eight Hours and uh, Predator again. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, so Anything? I'm gonna go back to uh, yeah, talking about skyscrapers. Hit me. <laughs> so. What are, what are you, tall buildings. What about them? This one's the Nakajoni Plaza, which is actually the uh, the Fox building plaza thingy. Is it possible that this movie was released by Fox? Fox Plaza is not possible. Hmm. It's not it possible. Make sense. Wait, what, what's what's the line? Wait, that's impossible. Wait, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that's impossible. There we go. Okay, we know our quotes. <laughs> uh, we got there. No, yeah, it's uh. It's a nice tall building at 490 feet. Ooh. It's 500 feet tall. So what's the tallest building you've ever been in? To the top of? Not, well, not to the exact top, but you know. It was, it's not the Sears Tower, it's the other one. You know what I'm talking about? The Hancock? John Hancock? Yeah, yeah. I went to the observation deck of the John Hancock building. That was incredibly tall. I think in the same city, the tallest building I've been to is Sears Tower. Now the Willis Tower. It's stupid. Silliness. Foolishness. Ignorance. I've never, uh, I mean, I've been to New York City, but I've never been to New York City, if you know what I mean. I've been to New York City. I walked uh, Mount, no, <laughs> said Mount Rushmore. Uh, <laughs> you walked Mount Rushmore in New York City. <laughs> uh, Empire State Building's tall, very tall. 
But uh, not as I never tall. walked up. I never went inside. My buddy and I were just walking around. Well, now there's the uh, the new World Trade Center. Oh yeah, it's that's tallest building in North tall. America. So eventually, I'll, I'll yeah, get up is. there. I uh, we didn't go to South Manhattan or not South Manhattan, but uh, South New York City. But um, we saw it. And it was beautiful. It's a very well designed art, uh, architecturally speaking. I guess. Uh, what honestly, this is not that exciting of a minute. I mean, we get some setup for something that comes later, but that's with almost all the minutes early on in movies. Uh, the building design's pretty cool. A lot of Very lines. regular. Triangles. Yeah. Triangles. Love triangles. Uh, there is a love triangle, sort of. Not really. I mean, there's the, there's the, the terrible guy that uh, Holly works with that kind of likes her. Does he pull out money out of his uh, pants? Is that what he like gives him? And he says, "Be sure to remember that when you sign for the tip." I don't know. Oh. You don't see it, so. Yeah, I'm assuming it's money. Maybe he's pulling out his iPhone. <laughs> Here, buddy, take this. You were gonna get bored. Play Watching some Candy VHS. Crush. Yeah. Do you? Do I have anything else? Well, speaking of action oh. movies. Yeah. What's up? No, I don't really care. Okay. No, it's uh, just you, you know, you know. <laughs> you Jake ever been, does like, not care. You like you're trying to to. I don't want to be like trying to artificially lengthen these these podcasts. That's fair. You know, we don't need to vamp. We don't need to pad. And you know, I thought of a question to ask, and I was just like, you know what? I don't care. So why should I ask it? We've reached Excellent. our time limit. I don't see any reflections. So oh you know my what goodness! That means. This movie's great. This movie's it's a masterpiece. Unbelievably perfect. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Screw it. The Godfather, I, awful. Oh, I don't think we can screw Citizen Kane, but I do think we might be able to say that this is the best film in color. I'd say it's at least on par with 2001, if not better. But you can check us out. Uh, if for, you want to know more about our... About this absolute masterpiece of a film. Yeah. Check out Die Hard Minute on Twitter. Die Hard with a podcast listener's limo on Facebook. Check out the website, diehardminute.com. And if you'd like to, uh, you know, hear more, not just Die Hard, not just Stanley Kubrick, but, uh, you know, The Godfather, uh, The Gremlins, Princess Bride, Star Wars. Things. Uh, Star Trek, Indiana Jones. I mean, there's wow. dozens, dozens of movies by Minute And podcast. we've listened to all of them. And you can check them out at moviesbyminute.com. That's a lot. We haven't you listened to any of them. I've listened to a handful. Oh, okay. Well, I have listened to some. Um... So yeah, that's that. Check us out tomorrow for our final minute of the first half of Die Hard. Minute 10. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5. <laughs>